Do you want to know where you are in your leadership development journey and where to focus your attention in the future to get better results? Well, if the answer is yes, I would like to invite you to take my free world-class leadership assessment today and get an instant score of your current leadership level. By taking this new and fact-based assessment, you will be able to score your current leadership level against the world-class leaders as well as the five core areas of leaderships. Over the years, I've worked with the hundreds of professionals around the world and across all industries to help them achieve their leadership goals. So thanks to this work and the data, I have developed a solid assessment that you can take today. Now, the assessment is quick. It will just take 5-10 minutes and you will get an instant feedback and report received in your inbox. So, are you ready to know where you are? Take the free assessment today at www.andreapetrone.com assessment. And now, it's about time for a new episode. Welcome to the World Class Leader Show. This is the one and only podcast for ambitious and high achievers, professionals who want to become world-class leaders. In this podcast, we deconstruct the success of high-performance leaders, share their stories, and teach the most effective strategies to move from average to greatness. This is your host, Andrea Petroni, a high-performance and leadership advisor, executive coach, and keynote speaker with more than 20 years of international and executive corporate experience. and welcome back to a new episode of the World Class Leader Show. In today's episode, I want to bring a personal story, which I think is so important and relevant these days when we read a lot about leaders, they are having problems or challenges to either change or build a high-performance company culture. Now, when it comes to culture, um, we need to remember that culture is not something that leaders can just fix and i use the word fix for a reason because i heard in the past that happened to me i don't know whether it happened to you too that i heard leaders say or asking their managers to fix people behaviors which is not a word is fixing company culture so something's not working so we have to change the behaviors of x y z we need to be more innovative, we need to be more entrepreneurial, we need to be more customer-focused, regardless what is the intention. But the approach that sometimes I see leaders take is more about, let's go fix it. And that's to be something quick, immediate, that's going to provide a very quick turnaround. That's not how company culture works. And this personal story that happened to me, well, at least 10 years ago, I think is so important. And, uh, and let me tell you what happened at that time. I was a manager. I was a typical middle kind of manager, middle senior manager type. So I was managing an important uh, department in, uh, in a medium-sized organization. After I, I was quite successful in my previous role, the CEO 
um, identified me as the right person to completely change, transform this department that was not honestly operating at its best, probably even worse. It was really a low performance um, in the organization. So when, uh, when the CEO came to me, I remember his word, he said, I'm not happy with this, I'm not happy with that, I'm not happy with the team, I'm not happy with essentially everything. So my goal was, first of all, in a very uh, short term, short term um, gaining confidence that the department were a was able to um, achieve the most important goals that they have. Now, I'm not, by the way, I'm not mentioning neither a company nor the department, nor what I was doing, because... It might be a little bit touchy for people. They maybe have worked with me in the past because it was kind of a difficult and challenging situation. And by the way, it doesn't really matter. But anyway, so let's go back to the story. So that was the idea. So managing this important function that was not going as expected. There were, there were many things to change, many problems to address. And, uh, but most important, if I have to identify one single thing that was most more relevant than anything else, was essentially changing the internal perception of the importance of the function and the services for the entire organization. And to do that, I needed to create new behaviors, um, first starting from the department itself, but then to move, to shape across the entire organization. So the new behaviors were necessary then to change as well the, the the results of the organization, the perception that the client had to about the organization. So it was actually a very big, big responsibility. And I love that because I always, I have always taken responsibility uh, with pleasure because that's who I am. So really, the idea was that that function, the department, was supposed to become a sort of lighthouse of the new way of working and delivering value to the customer and of course, to the entire market. Now, as soon as I started assessing the situation, understand my team, understanding what this perception was, although I was already working for the organization, so I knew that that function wasn't really well perceived internally. Um, but the problem actually was another, and was bigger problem. Because really soon after I realized that I didn't really have the support I was expecting. The nice words from the CEO, we, we have to change that, we're gonna support you, tell me what you need. You know, a typical sort of, you know, promising support you're gonna receive from the top. Honestly, it wasn't there. It wasn't there, it were just nice words. The reality was that that mission, the big mission was much bigger than me and than what I thought was possible to achieve. We were not equipped to make such a big shift. So what I really needed at the time, that was the, the top leadership to promote and reinforce the new culture, the new behaviors that really we wanted to build. In reality, I felt completely alone with such a big weight on my shoulder and uh, can imagine there is the sense of responsibility and I believe it work ethics. So going back home in the evening, say, gosh, that is on me. I have to change this culture. But was mistaken. That was my mistake. 
I should have understood that that was impossible to achieve on my own, even with my team. Because honestly, such a huge change became a massive, really massive effort led by, again, a small team, reasonably small team. So as a result, key stakeholders didn't really buy into the change, although they did at a very superficial level. So the beginning was, I'm not saying excitement because they were busy and working on the priority. They, they still believed that change, yes, was important, but was, in, was not important for them. They didn't see that change. I'm talking about other line managers, directors, you know, they they know that there was a priority for, for the CEO, but in reality, they probably thought something like, well, it's not going to affect me as much as I as as I believe. So, you know, well, yeah, let, it, let him do the big job. So the buying wasn't there. So I built this need for change. We started to talk with individuals, understanding the key stakeholders, understanding, you know, typical change management good practice. Again, you know, most of the key stakeholders did not really see the value of that. So that was the time when I went back to the my to the CEO. I said, something is not working here. I need, you know, more. I need that, you know, you help me in promoting this change. And he had a sort of a cold reaction. He didn't say no. I wouldn't say that. I didn't say no, but he didn't do honestly much to change that behavior they change their perception in you know in, across the organization about why we were doing that guess what happened next i work a lot my team work a lot and you know trying to win small things you know the famous small wins trying to win a small win we celebrated internally we thought right we are in the right direction we are going there we are gonna get to where we want to be we presented some early results, but we had internally the feeling that there was something impossible to achieve on our own. And then, you know, typical during change initiatives are not going so well, you start to see fatigue. Fatigue, you know, low morale, um, negativity. You know, even ourselves, we, we really work hard and try hard to keep the momentum high, but that was really difficult. So what really happened that that big change didn't happen. So essentially what I think the CEO and the leadership team wanted really was just a superficial change, just enough to change a little bit the perception externally, but internally, I think at the end of the day, the status quo was good enough for them to keep going with the same old behaviors. So that was really disappointing. And um, yeah, it, it didn't leave me really a good taste in my mouth, as you can imagine. But that was a great lesson, great lessons, because that really helped me to understand early days in my career that you can't really expect to fix behaviors in the workplace. You can't fix them. It just doesn't work in that way. Because changing behavior requires completely different approach. So first require a strong sponsorship from the CEO and his executive team. So if you're a CEO executive team right now, that's your responsibility. So don't point fingers, ask others to change a culture because it doesn't work in a way. And I can tell you from my personal experience. And on the other side, if you are a line middle manager, senior manager, maybe even a junior executive, 
be very mindful about the ask that came that comes from the ceo you have to make sure that there is a sponsorship there is also strong commitment to work with you along the entire journey because change is long could be really long because changing behaviors per se it takes time so imagine changing behaviors in a, even in a middle-sized organization where are different layers maybe hundreds or maybe thousands of people you guess what <clears throat> so sponsorship commitment is important and then also a strong compelling vision that explain well the new culture in my experience i built that but was not probably so compelling clearly it was not sponsored by the ceo regardless what he wanted or at least what he told me so that vision has to be strong compelling enough to move people right also define clear expectations of what behaviors really need to be changed because being better or being much more customer focused is not enough because that is a pattern of behaviors what we're looking for are specific behaviors because people they don't move they don't change their mindset they don't take action they're not very effective if they follow a pattern what they're looking for they follow some specific behavior so from moving from pattern to individual behaviors that's key and also as we always say everyone says that you know we should over communicate and reinforce the vision we all know that i don't believe there is even one profession that doesn't understand the power of strong communication during change yet yet many change initiatives they they essentially run without having a strong communication repeated and frequent communication about the need for change and why we need to change and finally you really need the support or if you are a ceo or an executive team give the support and the resources to execute the vision you know i was there i was uh, with the team but first of all i think i really wanted to work maybe be the change leader but maybe with a multifunctional team so people from different functions and bring them on board as the change agents um, what really happened it was essentially the function itself that tried to change completely organization that doesn't really work and by the way if you wonder there was no hr function but what i know that many organizations many ceos they're asking the hr leaders to change the culture and although HR is certainly more sensitive than maybe other operational functions to culture, yet they are not able to then to change them on their own. So make sure that you give the support and resources to execute the vision. So really, if you are right now in the middle of a big change, uh, cultural change in particular, I honestly believe that you shouldn't even start. Don't start if you're not ready to lead this process properly so if you're a ceo or if you're an executive team make sure that uh, you put in place the five things i just told you otherwise it's even better not starting because change it's all it's already something very painful imagine is launching a change initiative when there is not even a process to help you right because believe me i've seen this many times otherwise it would be just a waste of time money resources and most importantly people engagement people believe me they can leave they leave easily when they are promised a change and then change doesn't happen they'll go back to the same things that I was doing before 
that's really frustrating and frustration normally leads to leaving organization so i'm curious so tell me what you think about not necessarily my story but what you think about changing a culture changing behaviors have you seen this approach or attitude sometimes from leader of fixing things instead of giving the support the sponsorship the commitment uh, to the team to make these changes together right as this is a very interesting topic i really would like to hear from you understanding what you think about this so please send me any comments either uh, on linkedin or you can send me via email at andrea at andrea you can find anyway these links on the show notes and um, and by the way if you like what we shared i strongly recommend actually to leave a review because you know as a podcaster we live with reviews so the only way for our episode and our podcast to grow is by having positive reviews so i appreciate that and also sharing with your friends and colleagues if you think they might be interesting and final note i normally um, summarize the findings of each episode even the ones with the guest uh, on my website and i write every thursday a very interesting uh, short summary about what we share so if you don't want to miss that and you prefer uh, reading i strongly recommend going to my website www.andreapetrone.com blog you can subscribe there i'm not sending any sales thing it's just big good insights of my experience with the podcast and my work with clients so thank you so much for listening to this episode and i look forward to seeing you next time